The following has been brought to you by SJP World Media. everybody and welcome to Back When with the Scottish Juggler. Today we will be looking at uh, an album and I'm joined today by the great Ty Peters. How are you sir? I'm doing great Danny. I'm just glad that you're not the gigolo. You are the Scottish Juggalo. I, I finally got that correct. I can't believe it. I'm, I'm getting names right. I, I'm excited man. How are you? Uh, tell everybody about this topic. I, I'm ready to start banging my head. That may have gave it away. Yep, so today we're looking at Quiet Riots when they released Metal Health from uh, March 11th, 1983. This is their most successful album, uh, in my opinion, and probably opinion of a lot of people, but it did have a lot of critics. So um, today we're going to be looking at um, how well it did and the tracks and everything like that. And just basically a review in our own words, me and Ty, we're going to be just uh, talking how much we enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, it was great, man. Mental health, if you're not motivated by Quiet Riot during this era, and really, Danny, to your point, it was a resurgence for them. They, they had, their origins go back to the 70s. So I just want to add that I'm just so pumped up, and you're doing such an amazing job hosting this show. I am honored. I am at his mercy, is what I was trying to say. And he's doing such a great job. Mental health, man, I'm so glad you enjoyed this album. I did. I, there was tracks I didn't even realize that were just incredible. They were awesome using all those uh, big old words. But Danny, yeah, educate us some more. Educate me, man. I, I'm slow anyways. I'm from Tennessee. What do you expect? <laughs> no, nothing wrong with Tennessee. I've got loads of friends there. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. So um, Metal Health uh, was released, as I said, March, March 11th, 1983. Unfortunately, it did get a lot of bad reviews as well. But why I chose this as a topic was because there was a song on there and it was an original by Slade. It was called Come On, Feel The Noise and it was featured on Grand Theft Auto Vice City in 2004. So I would have been 13, way too young to play that game. But um, that's how I discovered Quiet Riot because I was like, oh man, every time I played the game, it was like, I have to listen to that song, I have to listen. And then... Uh, a few years later, YouTube came around, and then I discovered um, quite right, more quite right songs through there. But then you actually go into the how many albums they've had, as you said, Ty. They're dating back to the nineteen seventies. They they oh, have, they are yeah, a successful music uh, band. Um, when did you first hear of Quiet Right, Ty? Uh, it was my uncle. He got me educated. He was in the bands like Motley Crue and Kiss, Pryor and Judas Priest. So it, it was kind of that hard rock metal back in the 80s and 70s because I, I wasn't born in 86. So he really educated me like you are about the all these wonderful bands. And I, I'll tell you, 
something else, Danny, is uh, Randy Rhodes, who was associated with Ozzy Osbourne, had actually been an original guitarist. I did not realize that uh, when speaking of Quiet Riot. So you, you just learn something new all the time. And uh, this is just a fascinating topic uh, when you're talking about Quiet Riot. I mean, some of their, their band members, you've got Kevin DeBro, the lead singer. Tell us about his vocals, man. I mean, what a voice he has. So powerful. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so so powerful. Um, he really he he's when you think of nineteen eighties, you think like hair metal and things like that. He is the embodiment of that. I mean, he's one of um the embodiments. There's loads of others, but yeah, he's brilliant. Randy Rhodes, as you mentioned, um, oh wow, what a story. I mean, that I mean, that's the interesting thing about doing a topic like this, because you can go down so many sides roads and uh you find that i mean I, I only just found that he passed away through an airplane um crash which is just insane because he was so talented and so young as well i think he was in his 20s still yeah but, very um, sad yeah yeah he was uh, alleged to have an affair with um sharon osborne if you can believe that <laughs> see <laughs> but, i did not know anything man this guy is a guru i did not know that randy and sharon may have had a fling so we're we're just learning all kinds of rock and roll history you could write a rock and roll <laughs> soap opera come on now this is all like amazing that. I'd like to one day. That would be pretty cool because, I mean, the very interesting lives have been led in the uh, 80s, particularly around Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> Can we still talk about the Ozzy Osbourne uh, escapades? Maybe not. Maybe we should get, get back to Quiet Riot. Yeah. I, I want to yeah. be careful. I, I don't want him uh, getting on to me. You know, he's like, who's this American oh, yeah. guy talking about? Our, you know, <laughs> what, what's this guy about? But yeah, just going back to the album, um, you listen to the uh, entire album. What's your favorite song on there? My favorite song, I'm having to actually look up that list. There was so many, so it's almost hard to uh, pick out just a just one that that stood out. They were they were all amazing, and uh, I'll tell you what, there was one called Breathless. me that was uh, a great song i mean it just the, like you said even after randy rhodes i think the guitarist was carlos cavazzo his shredding was impeccable i mean it yeah. just the, the song just was driving but it builds you up like it's it's an emotional roller coaster if that makes sense so what yeah. did you think danny what was a favorite song of yours man it had to be 
uh, Slick Black Cadillac because that is so, it's so it's such a fast song and it's so powerful as well. When you're sitting there listening to that at like um, at the I think it was about 15 when YouTube came around, and I was like, wow, that is so like really good. And then thanks to YouTube, you see live versions, uh, gigs, and things like that. And yeah, yeah, it'll definitely be Slick Back Cadillac. Um, that was a great one. Yeah, yeah, very, very, very like the the um, the guitar is very, very uh, fast, isn't it, on there? Oh, yeah. It's going uh, 90 miles per hour, and we love it. I mean, I'm, I'm wanting a headbang after I listen to this. Uh, it's just, like I said, it gets an emotional response. What about one? Uh, here's a credit to our producer, Sai Pal. Here's another song, Don't Want to Let You Go. I think that's another good one. Yeah, that's very cool as well. It's a, a more of a um, romantic song, isn't it? It is. And, and that's what I'm saying. They're not all just extremely fast. And if they are, they kind of build to a, a slower tone. And that's what I appreciate. People think all oh, metal is all, it's, it's going so quick. Not all the time. We, we've heard some nice ballads and just not necessarily ballads, but a good in-between, between the uh, slow and fast type of musical scores. So I'm with you, man. There was just so much on this album that delivered that kick tail, it made our adrenaline go up to about 100. I don't even drive, but I was ready to get into a sports car and, and pick up the chicks and, and grow my hair out and just uh, start getting rebellious. I mean, it's all yeah. about banger heads, mental health, is it not? So I, I was ready yeah. to lose it. Big time, big time. I mean, I got excited. Was... Forgive me, uh, man. I, we're talking <laughs> about some rock music. Oh, I feel the same way. I don't drive, and after after listening to um, Slick Black Cadillac, you just want to speed down a motorway, just like. <laughs> yeah, it makes you want to get a Cadillac. I'm going to yeah, go to a car dealer, yeah. and then he's going to go, "Okay, you don't have a license. You're you're out." I'm like, hey, well, I yep. got a Quiet Ride album. Does that work? Of course. Yeah, it should work. <laughs> but yeah, um, so. As in terms of like the song that is most known for, it had to be probably be Metal Health.
because that was featured in a few films. What did you think of the uh, that song, Ty? I, I think the message was uh, very appropriate. It's not always about a, a lady that he was falling in love with. It was kind of about that rebellion, going back to that yeah. word, the parents, and about how people really deal with that. There was a seriousness to it, even though we're having fun, and that's all fine and dandy, but there, there was an important point that was coming across in those lyrics and everything. And, and talk about a video. It was great seeing the Hannibal Lecter get up. I think that was ahead of its time. Thanks to MTV ushering this phenomenon of musical presentations where we could put names with the faces. Danny, what would you think, man? Did you get a chance to check out the video on YouTube of mental yes. health? Yeah, there's an excellent video. Uh, really well produced. Um, it's like, I mean, it just stands out even when you look at the... Um, the album cover as well it's like you're, you're scanning through um albums in a store and that just stands out because of like you said the Hannibal Lecter get up which um I don't know was this before uh, Silence of the Lambs I think it might have been it, it may have been before yeah, yeah. yeah. you're so correct man see I, I just needed Danny in my life more often I remember <laughs> no um I, I just going on um based on timelines and things like that this is 1983 um this yeah yeah it just when you look at it, it kind of looks like something from a horror film doesn't it it does i mean it, it would be appropriate for a horror flick i mean i, I think yeah. that's what it is and uh it just was brilliant I, I think these kind of uh you know pictures on albums and then they became cds and uh, well cassettes before then it's just interesting knowing how music was formatted and how artists w would uh, collaborate with uh, the artists and, and bands in particular whether they were solo or more collaborative efforts. So I'm with you. I think that's what's fascinating about doing our research, doing our homework, and talking about bands like Quiet Ride, kind of similar to like a Motley Crue, Twisted mm. Sister. Uh, shout out to Cy Powell, Wasp. I mean, all these bands kind of out of L.A. And that was the neat thing. I, I don't know if you got to see the biography, the little short clip. Kevin DeBro was actually one of the few that was actually born in L.A. And yeah, it was a funny story about Quiet Ride. Uh, did you remember, you know, what he was talking about there? How they came up with the name? It was interesting. No, I can't remember that. But do you? Yeah, I do. And uh, somebody with an accent—I don't know if they were from the UK or not—but somebody said that the term "Quiet Riot," and then he, it ended up being "Quiet Riot," and that's how it became a name a big popular juggernaut so that was interesting just little tidbits like that when we're doing our homework so it, it's just compelling to me and i'll tell you it took you know the bassist rudy sarzo and the drummer it was uh i think michael benelli and i hope i'm getting the pronunciations correct because i really tried to practice that and then of course uh, carlos Cavazzo and then Kevin DeBro. So, I mean, that's what I mean. They've had lineup changes, but what's been consistent is how amazing that sound has been. It's It's got a drive to it, but it's also got heart and soul behind it, that rhythm section. Yeah, definitely. So in terms of accolades, um, it was number 15 on the uh, U.S. Billboard charts, and it sold nearly 6 million records uh, between 1983 and 1984 which is very impressive for that time as well. Yeah, um, it's incredible. Yeah, yeah. So when you think of Quite Right, like I put them on the same level as Motorhead, as Twisted Sister, as you said, and, and things like that, the, these iconic 80s metal, hair metal bands, or, or even just metal bands. It's just like, I mean, in the future, we will be talking about Twisted Sister because they're another one of my favorites as well. 
Yeah, Twisted um, Sister rocks. Yeah, yeah, they're really, really good around the time. And the most amazing thing is when you read about Quiet Riot, they're still going today. Which oh, is, they are. Yeah, yeah, amazing. It's impressive. I mean, had loads of um, uh, band chain changes and things like that. But um, the fact that the, the, the name is still going and they're still producing a very similar sound to like something like this is really, really cool. Yeah, it speaks to their consistency. And I have to make a correction. That's actually Frankie Benali, the drummer. I said, Michael, that shows you how much, hey, it happens. At least I got the last name, just got to get the first name correct. But going back to your uh, to what you were discussing, I, I think it shows you that they're timeless. I mean, fans still appreciate their music and it's, it's recognizable. I mean, not just for their hits, but a lot of the songs that don't make mainstream, I think we all can agree are some of the better songs, but yet I have a respect for how they climb the charts. That's how you become a household name, not just nationally within your own home country, but internationally. So yeah. I, I think you're bringing up some uh, valid points that are helping us all uh, just fully yeah. comprehend, you know, their greatness. I mean, this uh, mid-80s or early to mid-80s was probably their peak because they um, released another album called Condition Critical the year after. So they definitely um, hit some uh, something here. And before that, they hadn't released an album since 1978, so a fair amount of years. Um, but, I mean, if you think about 80s, I mean, that all of that is just rock, isn't it? That's when rock peaked. It was. The 80s was so significant. You said it, Danny. It, it was a turning point, not just with disco and R&B, but rock and roll music. And uh, we're all grateful for it because uh, I was an 80s child. And uh, now I know because I'm I'm have a just a nostalgic feel when I hear songs or bands like A Quiet Ride. So you're you're so true and on point as usual. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, in terms of like Grand Theft Auto getting a song like that, I think that is so powerful because uh, I look at myself as an example, not just from Quiet Right, but there was many songs on there throughout the eighties because it was set in the eighties. Um, and you just think, wow, like you're inspiring the future generation who wouldn't go out and seek Quiet Right. I definitely wouldn't have as a teenager. Um, I think it's really cool that you put mute, real music on a game. And I think more games should really do that. But because there's so many licensing issues these days, it's just it's something you rarely see. No, they should. I mean, I get the licensing uh, kind of agreements or copyrights. But, yeah, we, we need more Quiet Right. We need more Twisted Sister. I mean, I, yeah. I'm all for it. I, I'm a rebel, man. Where's Billy Otto when you need him? <laughs> yeah, I'd like to see that in more... Uh, in more shows, especially from this album. And um, I think Love's a Bitch is a really good song as well. Uh, just just to finish this off, um, this album list off, I think uh, Run For Cover is, uh, that should be something, I could see that on like a police uh, TV show, like an intro. Um, yeah, yeah, there's just so many to just get into. But oh, there, there's a lot. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you. It'd be tough to pick out one. They all stand out. Not just the, the the two hits, Come On, Feel the Noise. And by the way, Slade is a treasure. Thank you guys for educating me on them. I only knew of them because of the cover from Quiet Riot. Uh, we may have to do a Slade show. That, that's how yeah. much that, that affected me. So thank you guys for that. But yeah, there's so many countless uh, songs to choose from. They were all great. They all made an impression or left an impression, I should say. Yeah. So I, I'm just in agreement, my friend. 
Yeah, definitely. And um, in terms of ratings, uh, All Music gave this four stars out of five. Uh, Rolling Stones shockingly didn't uh, rate this. And um, something called Sputnik Music gave it three stars out of five. So quite high ratings as well. Uh, and that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is very cool. And uh, how dare Rolling Stone leave out Quiet Riot? I, I'm, I'm speaking of riots, I, I'm going to riot. I want my picket signs. <laughs> yeah, enough's I'm, enough. I, and I'm, I'm just teasing. Yeah. I'm quite shocked because uh, Rolling Stones, um, I mean, that, you think about that, I mean, they are an authority of uh, rock music and they, yeah, they haven't rated this album. Uh, maybe that, that's something for the future. Yeah, that's very interesting that, you know, because I do have a serious respect for Rolling Stone, like you said. And yeah, I can't believe it. They didn't rate it, but hey, who knows? Uh, but that would yeah. be another uh, very uh, intriguing conversation. Definitely. Definitely. But yeah, um, so that's what I was going to ask you. Has, is listen, has listening to this album inspired you to listen to more Quiet Riot albums in the future? Oh, it's inspired me. All right. I am definitely more of a fan now. I have to admit, didn't know a lot of their history, but that's why I mm. love doing back when with you, Danny, because we yeah. get to learn, we get an education and I will be a supporter and we may have to do another quiet ride album or maybe a profile piece there. There's so much yeah. we, we can do. I mean, that's what was hard to fit it in a single episode. So yes. I, I think, you know, to your point, I'm going to be listening more and finding out more about them. Oh, definitely. I'd really like to do a profile piece because there's just so much history. We're talking probably over 50 years at this point of um, of Quiet Riot. I mean, they're just uh, just so much. of You trace back to the beginnings uh, and then you go through the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, and now we're in 2020s. And they're, got, they're even going to be on um, uh, Chris Jericho's Rockin' Ranger. Um, that's how recent they are. I mean, just on. Yeah, that's that's how over point. they are. Yeah, yes, I mean, yes. even Jericho <laughs> has a respect for him, and uh, that's what I like about Jericho. He he's a rock fan, so he knows the good stuff. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Fozzie, by the way. It's back when SJP uh, World Media Network. Give us a shout out, Chris. Thank you. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. So in terms of that, there's not much else to really talk about with that, but. I just want to say I've enjoyed uh, looking back on this album with you, um, Ty. And I hope, yeah, you're right. We can definitely look into um, uh, more Quiet Right albums and profile pieces in the future. So um, in terms of uh, your top favorite, top three favorite songs of the album, what would you choose, um, Tyler? I've got to go with the hits, Come On, Fill the Noise, and Bang Your Head Mental Health, for sure. I know that's going to seem obvious, but they, they did resonate with me. And also, uh, don't want to let you go. I, I got to admit, that was so different. I, I got to give a lot of credit. Yeah, I, I know that may be a surprise, but it was. I, I like how it kind of uh, lulls you a little bit and then builds you up. I think that's important. I, I think that's a yeah. lost art. So I'm going to go with those three. Yeah, that's brilliant because uh, one of I've chosen one of those is uh, mine is Metal Health, um, Run for Cover, and Come on Field of Noise because Come on Field of Noise has to be number one because uh, that's the connection. Uh, that's why I'm sitting here today talking to you about it. Um, yeah, true. Because it, it's, it's such a powerful song. Um, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, a lot of correlation there as well. We've got uh, one of the songs uh, in similar. 
just means I'm smarter because uh, I picked the song Danny picked. I mean, that's all I, I gather. <laughs> I, so people can say, oh, Tyler's finally got some smarts about him. He, he's actually educated. He, he's not a deliverance guy. Thank you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, I, I never look at people from America like that at all. <laughs> I'm just yeah. having fun. I, you I just got to. <laughs> but yeah, um, so in terms of um, the lead singer of this album is Kevin Dubrow and... I mean, we talked about, we sung his praises earlier and sadly um, he passed away just about 15 years ago. We're coming up to anniversary actually in November when uh, he was actually found dead in his, in his uh, home in Las Vegas. Uh, 10 days after he uh, passed away, somebody actually found him. And um, I just can't believe someone sat there for, I mean, we was just saying before, it's like how how can someone leave uh, be laying there ten days without anyone checking on them? Yeah, it's amazing to me. Uh, very sad that we lost Kevin DeBro, uh, Danny. Uh, you said it, and that nobody he didn't have anybody to check on him for ten days. That's a remarkable stat and, and very disheartening. Yeah. Uh, just we lost a uh, an icon. I mean, yes. Kevin DeBro. We talked, like you said, his voice, his credibility, the hard work to with Quiet Ride and uh, probably all of his other projects that we're not even aware of as far as lending his vocals and and songwriting. So uh, I I was just very heartbroken reading about it, even though it's been some years now. Uh, We're talking 2007. Uh, Just a very uh, sad affair is all I can come up with. Uh, Just uh, I don't want to get depressed here, but when you're talking about somebody losing their life and, and with the situation that surrounded it it's just very uh overwhelming yes i mean he unfortunately passed away um as a lot of uh rock musicians did in the uh, back in the 80s and 90s through cocaine um painkillers and alcohol a, a triple threat of just lethal just a lethal do- dose isn't it just um, yeah, no- passing away yeah yeah not good combinations uh really goes down a deep dark road and path and it's very unfortunate that because these guys we we look up to them like they're heroes yes and too many of us they are and to see oh wait a minute they're human too but unfortunately uh we get to witness and hear about it on the news and think how bad did it have to be for yeah. an overdose and uh kevin debro i just just like so many i mean you, you've talked about all the musicians the legends we've lost uh, due to a lot of these similar problems. And it's just, it blows your mind. I, I just think of his family. I think of his bandmates, his friends and fans yep. like me and you and, and so many others. It's just such a tragedy. Definitely. I mean, you watch him on those uh, music videos and just so full of life, isn't he? I mean, back then he was, uh, he had to be in his uh, 20s or 30s. And um, just to go, just to go from that to, I mean, he was still, you can see uh, YouTube videos of him still having the touch and having the skill to uh, perform gigs and things like that. He, he wasn't going anywhere. And I think he was happy that, he, he would be happy that Quiet Riot is still living on. Yeah, he, he's, he would be happy Quiet Riot is, is still living and, and moving on. And uh, if you did watch his interviews, like you were aforementioned uh, in your previous statements, he was uh, he was very lively and uh, had yeah. that passion, and it was just uh, so sad that you know now we only have the memories. Uh, yeah. But lo- I'm thankful we do. But in another sense, you kind of wish ah that reunion show, no Kevin yes. DeBro. 
And it, you're thinking, but hey, kudos to the new lead singer. Uh, it's not an easy position. I can't even imagine stepping into that role. And uh, they've done quite well. So uh, speaking of Quiet Riot, they've uh, done a phenomenal job. Absolutely. Absolutely. So just uh, just I'm glad we got to talk about Kevin DeBrow. But just to let everyone know, we will be doing an episode, a full episode on him in the future because he is such a fascinating character. I'd love to talk to you about him, uh, Tyler. Oh, I would too, Danny. I, I think we could easily do an episode just dedicated to Kevin DeBro and, and really dig into more of his history too, since we were uh, profiling the album Mental Health. Uh, th- there's yeah. so much even before uh, looking at biographies on him. And uh, he was so uh, crucial to the success of the L.A. rock scene, like uh, so many bands. So it, it's yeah. always going to be interesting to go back and review these kind of uh, scenarios. Yes, definitely. I mean, he's a guy that you would uh, describe his music style as heavy metal mixed with glam, mixed with hard rock. And what else can you say about him? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you nailed it. That's how you would depict and, and describe his style. And uh, he did it well. I mean, he knew how to capture the camera. If I'm not mistaken, I want to say, he, was he in photography? Did he take pictures? Maybe that's why. I think I, I'm so. not sure. That's so. a little trivial yeah. thing. Maybe. I have to go back on that one. Yeah. So, um, in terms of uh, what we'll be talking about next, um, the, the, that is to be determined because it will be your choice, Tyler. Now, and I just want to say I've enjoyed talking uh, quite right mental health with you today. And uh, where can people find you on uh, the internet? Well, I've enjoyed talking about quiet right mental health with you, Danny. Where they can find me on the internet is uh, basically on Twitter at Dustin Tyler eighty six, and also Danny want to uh, have some special shout outs here to uh, the SJP World Media Network and also other shows like Chain Wrestling with Lord Max and Sai Pal RSH. You can say that again with Josh DeBoard, Yvonne, and Ben Lovin. Also in the corner with Benny Mac, the Doctor Who. Pod hosted by Dan Griffin, Nitro Nuts with Sai Powell and Danny, and NXT Rise and Fall in the check-in that's hosted by Sai and his lovely wife, and I hope I'm getting this correct, Sharon, plus many more. Uh, so I wanted to shout those out too, and Danny, it's been a pleasure. You are the man, and uh, I'm just here tagging along, having a blast, man, as we're revisiting the memories from the 80s. How gnarly, man. Oh, wait a minute. No, we that'll work. They, they were out of L.A. That'll work, the gnarly reference. So that's good. And uh, yeah, do you, I'm, I'm getting a little high on my supply just thinking about it. Oh, my no, Oh, good. Very good reference. Very good. <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at Scottish Juggler. You can hear me on One Man's Meat Podcast with the great Chris Bellis. You can hear me on Nitro Nights with the great Cy Powell. And you can hear me here next time where me and the great Tyler will be talking about another subject back when. Well, thank you. Uh, And I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to see what we're going to discuss next, Danny. Definitely, mate. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Take care.